listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Listen, I want to thank you so much for being with us uh, this week on Speaking with One Voice. It is our pleasure and privilege to add value to you and your team each and every week. We so appreciate your listening to uh, liking and rating our podcast, following us. Uh, We appreciate you following us on social media, at Rodney R. Payne. That's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, You are so wonderful, and we are just so grateful for your presence here. Today, I want to talk to you about growing into leadership. As you know, we are a leadership podcast. Our goal is to grow you as a leader, so you'll often hear us using a topic very similar to this and looking to get you some content that's going to help you along your leadership journey. Leadership, if we're not careful, it can become a routine, mundane, rinse and repeat process that we really uh, become more in a position or we hold a title than we are actually leading. One of the things that I think we need to do as leaders is we should always be growing. Uh, John Maxwell says in his 15 Laws of Growth that growth doesn't just happen. It has to be intentional. So if you want to grow as a leader, you're going to have to do things very intentionally to make sure that you are doing just that. How do we measure growth? How do we look at growth? Well, you have to set your own matrix for how you want to look and determine what your growth looks like. But I believe there are five things that you have to do if you're going to get to that next level of leadership and you're going to reach your potential. Remember, leaders are, are when you start your leadership journey, you are uh, an infant, if you will, and a long life's journey, you continue to grow. At the moment you stop growing, Uh, you really start regressing. So you have to, as a leader, challenge yourself to grow. Your market is going to change. The times are going to change. People are going to change in some way or another. Products, technology, infrastructure are going to change. Systems are going to change. So if you're going to be an effective, relevant leader who who is one one that's growing, you're going to have to be intentional and keep growing. So uh, some things I want to talk about today are going to help you as a reminder are foundational things of leadership, but there are some thoughts here I'd like to expand upon just to help you get through this leadership journey with your best leadership self being presented. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is growing leaders are going to operate with self-integrity, self-integrity, and I I highlight the word self there because while integrity has a definition of its own, Many people like to personalize and modify this definition. And so what I'm saying as a growing leader, you must be willing to uh, deal with yourself uh, and, and, and to do that with integrity. Integrity means I adhere to a moral or ethical principle, a soundness, moral character, or honesty. Many times we present one person or persona publicly that's really not who we are. 
Self-integrity deals with being honest with yourself. You have to know who you are. Um, To grow yourself, you have to know yourself, and you have to be honest about that. Many times we present some litany of things that we are doing, some goals we're trying to accomplish, or the, the products we have to offer to sound significant or to sound important, but we have to be honest with ourselves. Don't tell someone you do something that you hope to do, but you're not doing it yet. Um, you can really express that by saying, I would like to at some point, but you have to be honest with yourself. We have people who are looking to do things in life at some point, and they are saying they're doing these things now. Well, if you're not honest with yourself, are you doing what it takes to get to where you want to go? Are, are you truly holding yourself accountable? Are, are you truly being, being one that's honest with where you are where you're spending your assets, your resources, your time, and what you're doing to develop as a leader. So it's one thing to put a resume together to present to someone else, but are you really looking to actively do what what you say you're doing? Not just say it for saying's sake, but to say it because you're actually doing it. Uh, Don't grade yourself on the curve. Again, I want you to be completely honest with yourself. That's where real integrity begins. It begins with you deciding to tell yourself the truth about yourself. Don't, don't, now, please understand. I'm not suggesting that you are going to bash yourself regularly. But what I am saying is if you know you have a weakness, address it as a weakness. If it's an opportunity for growth, address it as an opportunity for growth. Don't tell yourself you're better at something than you are because your audience, your team, those who look to follow you, those who uh, look to enlist your help, expect you to be able to deliver as advertised. So you can't put things on your bio or your resume that you don't know how to do or that you're not efficient at. And one thing that's going to help you with that, and I want to share this with you, I believe this will be a big, big help to you, is you have to develop or enhance or adhere to what I'm calling your guiding principles. If you're going to be a leader with self-integrity, you've got to establish what your guiding principles are. Now, your guiding principles don't have to be the same as someone else's but you must have them. What is a guiding principle? Well, a guiding principle uh, will serve as guardrails that you put in place that will keep you in a certain discipline to make sure that you make decisions and act according to predetermined rules for yourself. So you have to decide what you're going to do, what's going to guide you, how you're going to live your life. For me, as you all know, I am a person of faith, so my faith is very important to me And therefore, my faith becomes the leading edge of my guiding principles that tells me when I'm right or when I'm wrong. I cannot trust myself to make decisions uh, individually based on situations, whether it's right or wrong. No, I have some guiding principles that tell me how to behave, how to think, and keep me in line. I've adopted these guiding principles. I've activated them. And now my goal and objective is in operating in self-integrity is to stick to my guiding principles. Do you have guiding principles? Do you, do you have 
uh, what what things that that regulate how you live your life, how you do business, or how you lead. Uh, if you if you don't have those, you might want to pick up a copy of our latest book, Critical Decisions Made Easy. There's a process there that will help you in identifying and determining your guiding principles. But this is going to be important to help you be consistent in what you do. Uh, so you got to have self-integrity. Not only do you have to have self-integrity, you have to learn to communicate correctly if you're going to grow as a leader. So growing in the leadership requires communication, and that communication must be correct. If you're going to communicate correctly, the first thing you have to do is focus on your audience. Many times we communicate from such a selfish perspective that we're not concerned about where our communication lands. We just want to get our message out so people know what we want. Well, if you're going to be a truly effective leader and you're going to grow in the leadership, you have to learn to communicate correctly. And that means to focus on your audience. You deal with multiple behavioral styles on your team. There are people who one method will motivate another, the same method might demotivate another one. So you have to be careful how you speak to the audience and let them know that it's not just about you getting out of them what you want, but truly having a dialogue and helping to communicate by focusing on your audience. Now, Another thing that you have to do while, while communicating correctly is, is it's, it's one thing to identify your audience and to consider the package that they'll best receive the information in. I believe that's very, very important. I think it's also important to clearly articulate the facts. There is a great temptation out there to try to ease the pain by not giving the facts, by giving some uh, watered-down version or holding back some of the more shocking or painful processes in the communication and save those for a later time. You've got to consider your audience, focus on them, but you have to articulate the facts. Because if you tell me something, but you hold something back, and then you begin to release it to me later, uh, I feel like you are misleading me. So it becomes very important for your integrity and for your audience to receive you that one, you care about them. Two, you're going to focus on the facts. And when you're communicating, it's very difficult uh, if, you, if you're going to communicate and you're going to stop after you've spoken and that's it. If that's the end of your communication, you're going to miss opportunities for real communication to happen. Because to me, communication is not a transfer of information, but rather an interchange of information. So the third part of, of uh, communicating correctly is you have to do three things, three more things. Are you ready? Number one, you have to listen. If you're going to communicate correctly, you got to focus on your audience, articulate the facts, and you got to listen. I told you there are three more. The second thing you have to do is listen. Did I mention that? You have to listen. If you're not an active listener, an engaging listener, not a courtesy listener. See, a courtesy listener says, I will pretend to listen to you, but not consider or process anything you've said. But you have to listen. I said there were three. So you have to listen, then you have to listen. And then the third one, my friends, is, <laughs> you guessed it, you have to listen. If you're going to have effective communication, which is what's required for a growing leader, you have to learn how to listen. You, you understand you have a goal. You have an in-state goal in mind of what you're trying to articulate and communicate. Once you put that in a factual way that's considerate of your audience, true consideration of your audience is going to allow them an opportunity to communicate back with you. Now, I'm not talking about in a speaking environment. 
environment. I'm talking about in a leadership environment. But in a speaking environment, it works the exact same way. If you want to be effective in communicating from a stage, you must listen to your audience and focus on them as you are communicating. If it's about them, they will tell you if you're doing well or not doing well, if you're meeting the mark or you're not meeting the mark. But you have to pay attention, be attentive to your audience in order for this to work. So growing in the leadership, my friends, requires self-integrity. It requires you to communicate correctly. And then remember this. If you're going to grow in leadership, you're going to attract with attitude. Attract with attitude. Now, when we talk about attitude, we use this often, but we talk about how you approach your journey. What is your perspective? What lens are you viewing through? Uh, There are primarily two attitudes that are going to happen. One's going to be a positive attitude, and the other is going to be a negative attitude. Uh, There are many in between, but really, if you get to the sub-attitudes, they either are going to fall into attitudes that help you or attitudes that hinder you. So what is your approach to the journey? If you want to have success, then positivity is critical. Negative attitudes are not motivating. Negative attitudes don't help you. And so as a leader, I told you a moment ago about listening in the communicating correctly. Well, when you want to know what your real attitude is, I want you to do uh, what what the, a, the automobile cameras do. Uh, they tell you when you engage uh, into gear uh, and your foot is on the brake, it tells you to check your surroundings. If you want to know what type of attitude you have, simply check your surroundings. Do you have positive people around you or negative people around you? It's going to tell you because you are going to attract those who are like you in many cases. And what happens when you attract those who are like you, uh, you have to be able to attract more than that because if everyone is like you, whatever your blind spots are going to be as an individual, they will reproduce as a company. Uh, Whatever your strengths are, they'll reproduce. Whatever your weaknesses are will show up. So you want to be able to have a right attitude to attract people who are not just necessarily like you, but they have an attitude and their approach to work would be like yours. So you got to make sure your attitude is uh, is right. And so if you're really going to deal with this attitude thing, the one thing I can say that I, I hope will help you is be authentic. Uh, no one likes to be patronized. No one likes to, to be uh, taken advantage of in someone trying to uh, play games or mislead them or or deceive them. Uh, people like genuine authenticity. And so sometimes we have to grow into a better version of ourselves to be able to communicate the authenticity. There are many things that I've struggled with on my leadership journey that they were blind spots to me, but they were producing a certain result. So in a self-integrity check, I, I listened to somebody. I learned that, hey, when you do this, it makes people feel like this. So I know you, so I know how you are, but others may not know in that given area. Now, I got to be honest with you, that's that's a tough conversation to have. But if you want to attract people and you want people to know the real you, you have to be willing to be authentic. And to be authentic 
it's going to require you to have some self-integrity because you may need to change some things about yourself. Everyone is not supposed to have to put up with your negative attitude because of your quote-unquote title or position of leadership. Some things you have to be intentional and have an attitude that I'm going to make this right and we're going to be a good place to work. So we've talked about self-integrity. We've talked about communicating correctly. We've talked about attracting with attitude as we're growing into leadership. I have a couple of more that I'd like to share with you real quickly. Uh, The next one is you need to challenge your thought process. I'm going to always challenge you to challenge your thought process. I want to challenge you in a couple of ways. The first challenge is I want to challenge you to expand your thinking. Uh, If you're not reading, it's difficult to grow. If you're not looking at other experiences, it becomes difficult to grow. If you find yourself rinsing and repeating the same thing over and over, you have to be challenged to grow. In our current uh, uh, dynamic, you have to understand the leadership climate today, you are faced with AI. There are people who are using artificial intelligence to create things for you that you are consuming, but they're not authentic because they cannot articulate what their artificial intelligence produced. So even though they made it sound good on paper, they can't deliver. But if you say no to AI, that you won't consider it, then some things will happen that you will not be prepared for. I'm not suggesting or being a proponent for AI. I'm simply saying that you have to expand your thinking and at least be aware of what people are doing. I take a great deal of pride. I'm old school. I like to create content and I like the the process of getting my uh, brainstorm together and scratching through and making my buckets and writing my list. And I'm telling you, I love that process because what we talk about, we can deliver. But if I close my mind to what's happening with AI, I won't know what my competitors are doing. I'm telling you, challenge yourself to expand your thinking process and be willing to change when necessary. There are times you're going to have to challenge your thinking and change it. Sometimes you had a thought that's not going to work and you need to change your thinking. Listen, I there was I don't like doing business via text. I told you guys I'm kind of old here in my old old thinking. Not I'm old, I'm old school. And so when I think about this, I prefer to do business face-to-face. I prefer to do business with a handshake. I prefer to have meetings in the room where I can see your body language. I can get the energy of the room. I can feel what you're doing. But I'm telling you, if you if I was unwilling to change and get where I'm willing to do a virtual meeting, I would have lost a connection with the entire world. So you want to develop, deepen, expand, change your thought process when necessary. You've got to do that because you're going to miss opportunities and a growing leader has to understand that the environment around you is growing, the world around you is growing, and it's up to you. It's incumbent upon you to grow with the times. Finally, self-integrity, communicate correctly, attract with attitude, challenge your thought process, and then finally, it's very simple, commit to grow. That's right, commit to grow, my friends. Uh, there, there are three key areas that I want you to grow in, and you've got to commit to this process. One is keep growing in your knowledge. That's why we're expanding our thinking. There is more to know about what you do. Become the expert and understand that you want to stay on target, always trending upward in your industry. Be a subject matter 
expert. At the same time, be aware of other contributing factors to your industry. Even though it may not be in your industry, it may not be your industry, you can leverage some things from that industry. One of the things that we can all leverage from a certain uh, quick service restaurant is we can leverage better customer experiences because we've watched this be modeled for so long. So grow in knowledge, grow in capacity, Give yourself room to grow. Give yourself permission to grow. Give yourself to, uh, the, the when you create efficiencies, you make room for new opportunities. When you create efficiencies, you make room for new opportunities. So increase your capacity. Don't pile your plate up. Get better at what you do. Streamline it. Delegate some things and give yourself some more room to grow. Some things you're holding on to that you can train someone else to do. Invest in the process of training so you can increase your capacity and understand if you're the one working with your hands only, you can only do as much work as you can do in any given day. But when you train people and you get others working around you, now you can, the final thing is reproduce yourself. That's right. You can create Others who are not the same as you, they can extend you and now they can begin to do things. It does two things. One is it increases your capacity and it increases their buy-in. So you want to get people on your team around you who are maximizing themselves and growing themselves and the more competent and confident they become in what they do, the more you get to grow and realize your dreams. I want you to be committed to growing into leadership. Listen, you've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach. Thank you so much, man. When you guys join me each and every week, I get so excited because what I know is you're committed to growth. You're committed to getting better. And as a result, you are doing what my mentor says. My mentor says everyone deserves to be led well. And you are leading well because you are first leading yourself well. Make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne. Stop by our website, RodneyRPayne.com. Get your copy of Critical Decisions Made Easy, only $15, RodneyRPayne.com or Amazon.com. This week, I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.